The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. There are few topics more intriguing, more fascinating, and more likely to capture one's imagination than prophecy. Is it possible to actually predict the future? Now, certain people are believed to have done so. History is littered with examples such as Nostradamus or Edgar Cayce or the current fascination with the supposedly Mayan prophecies of the year 2012. What is the truth behind such attempts to divine our future? Is there a source that we can really trust? And what does Almighty God have to say about all of this? We'll show you the amazing truth today. Stay tuned. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World. We're glad that you've joined us. Now today we're going to be discussing a topic that has fascinated mankind for thousands of years. Prophecy and the ability to predict the future. Also later in our program we'll be offering a free hour-long DVD expose, 2012 Mystery and Truth. We're actually sending this free DVD never before seen on television to any viewer today who requests it. So be sure to write down the information or call when you see the phone number and address up on your screen. But before then, let's take a look at mankind's long fascination with prophecy and the claimed ability of some to peer into the future and give us tantalizing glimpses of what it offers to us. History gives us many names and tales of fortune tellers and mystical seers into the future, such as the famous Oracle at Delphi and Nostradamus. And the fascination shows no signs of slowing down. One man who seems just as popular today as he was almost 500 years ago is the man known as Nostradamus, who wrote a book of prophecies published in 1555 entitled, appropriately, The Prophecies. According to some interpretations of his writings, Nostradamus obtained his visions of the future by staring into flames or into water, a form of divination related to crystal ball gazing. Now that he practiced astrology is not in question, and he used it as a means of predicting the future for nations and for famous individuals of his day on many occasions. His success at predicting the future, however, is rather murky. Nostradamus' style was generally to write four-line poems called quatrains, and they were notoriously vague and generally dateless. Here's an example from his first collection, Quatrain 29. When the fish that travels over both land and sea is cast up onto the shore by a great wave, its shape foreign, smooth, and frightful, from the sea the enemies soon reach the walls. Well, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Of course, the vagueness invites the reader to fill it with his own meaning. And many of Nostradamus's reported successes come from this sort of active participation. People want to see it as true. And so they look for meaning to place in the vague statements that will work. They want it to be true, so they find ways to make it true. 
But in the rare occasions where Nostradamus adds a date, it's a little harder to declare him a success. For instance, consider this famous quatrain. The year 1999, seventh month, from the sky will come a great king of terror to bring back to life the great king of the Mongols before and after Mars to reign by good luck. Well, don't you remember the great king of terror that brought Genghis Khan back to life in 1999? No? Yeah, well, honestly, neither do I. But Nostradamus' true believers have worked for years to understand what this might mean and to help their boy to the winner's circle. Now, let's take a look at a more recent prophecy maker from America's recent past, the famed Edgar Cayce. In the 1930s and 1940s, he was incredibly popular. Now, many of you out there may not remember Mr. Casey, but your parents or grandparents surely do. He was one of the world's most famous psychics in his day, often called the sleeping prophet because his prophecies were made while he rested in a self-induced hypnotic sleep. According to Casey, his unconscious state allowed him to access information on some kind of higher spiritual plane, some, some sort of universal source. Now, while his many supposed successful hits are touted by his true believers, his misses are not discussed quite as frequently, and some of his misses are spectacular. For instance, here are some of the things that Mr. Casey predicted concerning what he called earth changes that were to happen in the future to the United States. Due to massive pole shifts that reorient the earth in space, California would fall into the ocean, and New York, Connecticut, much of the East Coast, as such as portions of the Carolinas and Georgia, would also be submerged into the ocean. The Great Lakes to the north would empty south into the Gulf of Mexico. New land would begin to appear off the East Coast of America, and all of this would be accompanied by the eruption of volcanoes in the tropics. Now, when was all of this supposed to happen? Well, according to Edgar Cayce, these things were to start between 1958 and 1998. Well, Cayce's future is now our past. And in the event you haven't noticed, none of those things happen. And I'm sure our viewers in California and New York appreciate that fact. Casey also predicted that portions of the fabled lost continent of Atlantis would begin to surface in the late 60s and that a library or a record room of that lost civilization of Atlantis would be discovered under the Sphinx in Egypt sometime between 1996 and 1998. You know, I don't watch the news every day like I should, but I have to admit, I don't think these things happened either. Now, of course, if I'm wrong, and some of you viewers are watching this program from your vacation home on the continent of Atlantis, be sure to write in and let us know. Perhaps failed prophecies are part of the reason that Edgar Cayce's fame has diminished as history has moved on. But let's look to more modern times. Currently, the prophetic fad of the moment is the so-called end of the Mayan calendar on December 21st, 2012. Now, depending on whom you talk to, the year 2012 is prophesied to bring different things. Ironically, though 2012 predictions are generally credited to the ancient Mayan peoples of Central America, none of the predictions that people make about 2012 actually come from the Maya. 
But that hasn't prevented self-appointed prophets and other New Age gurus from making their predictions and from making a killing on the books that they are selling. Everything from cosmic shifts of consciousness and a new golden age of mankind to world-ending collisions with asteroids and global floods, devastating solar flares are predicted for that very busy date of December 21st, 2012. Will the 2012 prophecies pass the test where some of the predictions of Nostradamus and Edgar Cayce have failed? Where do the individuals who claim that 2012 is supposed to be a climactic year of history get their ideas? Some of them openly admit to using hallucinogenic drugs. Others mostly use bad research. And what does God have to say about the matter? If you'd like to settle once and for all the question of 2012, then you need the free DVD that we're offering to our viewers today. 2012 Mystery and Truth. This hour-long DVD will go into depth about this subject in a way that no other production does. It demonstrates the facts about the 2012 phenomenon and looks hard at the individuals who are driving the hysteria. And further, and more importantly, it explains what God's Word has to say about the matter in plain language. This program is the first time we have ever offered this unique and eye-opening DVD on television. It only takes a moment. Call now and request your free copy today. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. We ended the last segment having discussed some Famous Occult Prophets and Prophecies. Now we begin this segment asking the most important question we can ask about all of these things. What does Almighty God think about all of this? The writings of those such as Nostradamus or Edgar Cayce, or for that matter, any new up-and-coming occult prophet or prophecy. Today, for instance, as so many continue to be caught up in the fascination with the year 2012, does God mind if Christians join in? Should we look to such things in an effort to know what's ahead of us? Now, our DVD offer today specifically discusses the 2012 hysteria in more detail than we ever could on our half-hour program. But what does God generally say about these things? Is he okay with delving into the writings of these seers and diviners? Does he want us checking out our horoscopes daily in the newspaper or giving our attention to astrologers and charting our future based on the planets and the stars? You know, even if we don't take it that seriously, does God just wink at it and say, ah, no worries, just a bit of fun? 
After all, astrology has been rather socially acceptable for thousands of years. Nostradamus had very good relations with those around him, with royalty in the Catholic Church, was sought out by kings and nobility for his input on matters, both mundane and important. In fact, even one of America's most popular presidents, Ronald Reagan, was widely reported to have allowed input concerning his schedule and speeches from his wife's astrologer. And he's not alone. Many world leaders are reported to have sought input from occult sources, as have many of the famous faces we see in Hollywood and on our movie screens. How bad could it be? Well, God's opinion on these matters is very clear. He finds these things absolutely detestable. God abhors such efforts to divine the future. And he will one day, one day very soon at that, hold our peoples accountable for the time they have spent on such things instead of seeking their God. Now, don't take my word for it. Let's open up God's word together. Never take someone's word for what God says, and we here at Tomorrow's World will never ask you to do that. Check up on us and see for yourself if your Bible agrees with us. What does God have to say about checking the stars and planets in astrology to determine your future? Let's read his command about that in Jeremiah 10 and verse 2. Thus says the Lord do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. Look here in Deuteronomy chapter 18 at God's command for ancient Israel, a command that applies just as well to Christians today. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. God says these things are an abomination, and that they should not be found among us. Yet when we read their books and check our horoscopes every day, and try to determine the future from their writings. Aren't we, in a sense, allowing them among us? Aren't we participating in what God calls an abomination? In the New Testament, we are warned against sharing in the sins of others. And if we begin to heed the prophecies of such pretenders and occultists, such as Nostradamus and others, we are doing just that. Look at God's warning in Leviticus chapter 20, verses 6 and 7. The person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. When we turn our face, so to speak, to astrologers and occult practitioners such as Nostradamus, Edgar Cayce, and other New Age spiritists, then God turns his face against us. Now, that is not to say that sometimes details about the future cannot come accurately from such sources. The spirit world is real. It's a real dimension. And not all of those who practice occult techniques are necessarily charlatans. 
Satan has, at times, given some the ability to accurately predict some events. In fact, the Apostle Paul predicts, as we get closer to the end of the age and the return of Jesus Christ, an event right around the corner from us today, that we will see people turning more and more to demonic sources for advice. This is recorded for us in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. We see an example of these things in the book of Acts, beginning in chapter 16 and in verse 16. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her master as much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. Paul understood the same godly principle that we on today's program are explaining. God wants us to have nothing to do with astrology, divination, spiritualism, and the occult. And the nations of this world are rushing headlong into the most severe punishments imaginable for such activity. In fact, those nations claiming to be Christian nations, such as the United States and the United Kingdom, will be among the first to experience the consequences of ignoring the crystal clear commands of God Almighty. Now, does this mean that it's wrong to wonder about the future? Is it wrong to want to know what lies ahead for us, for our families, for our nation? If you're like me, you look around and see a world that's unraveling at the seams. As families like yours and mine in many nations of the world wrestle with unemployment, with no hope for improvements on the horizon, and continue to see a world displayed on our news programs that makes less and less sense. Many of us desperately want to know what's going on. What's going to happen next? What can we expect and how can we plan for it? What can we do? Well, rather than turn to mediums, horoscopes, astrologers, and diviners, how does God's word advise us? He says, when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? Yes, God does provide answers about the future. He does give us powerful and accurate prophecies about the days just ahead of us today with details that put pretenders like Nostradamus and Edgar Cayce to shame and details that can help you and your family plan for the incredible times to come. We'll discuss this more in the last segment of our program today. But first, let me mention the free hour-long DVD that we're sending every viewer of our program today who calls in. 2012 Mystery and Truth. This hard-hitting expose will demonstrate the truth that many of those promoting the 2012 hysteria are hiding from you. 
And it will also show you in no uncertain terms what God thinks of this newest prophetic fad and what Scripture says really does lie ahead for you and your family. Call today to receive your copy. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. So far in our program, we've looked at some celebrated seers of the past, as well as some current prophetic hysteria of our own day. And we've seen that whether those prophecies come from shameful charlatans or from those who actually do tap into the spirit realm and get their advice from demonic sources, God condemns them. Christians are not to entertain such things unless they wish to share in God's condemnation. But does that mean that there is no godly means at all for finding out what is to come? That we may better prepare ourselves and our families, some means with a proven track record? No, it doesn't. Actually, Almighty God has given us a faithful record of future history, history written in advance. In fact, he tells us in Amos chapter 3 and verse 7, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Yes, the years just ahead of us are recorded in detail in the pages of your Bible. God speaks of the future with authority and accuracy as no worldly prophet can. Look yourself with me at what he says in Isaiah chapter 46. Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country. Indeed, I have spoken it, I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Only God has the power to actually make sure his prophecies come to pass. Consequently, God has a rock-solid track record. Consider just one example. When the ancient city-state of Tyre was at the height of its power and wealth, God declared through the prophet Ezekiel that it was doomed to fall. Specifically, he gave a fascinating detail in Ezekiel chapter 26 and verse 4. And they shall destroy the walls of Tyre and break down her towers. 
I will also scrape her dust from her and make her like the top of a rock. In verse 12, the prophet elaborates. They will plunder your riches and pillage your merchandise. They will break down your walls and destroy your pleasant houses. They will lay your stones, your timber, and your soil in the midst of the water. And this is exactly what happened. When Alexander the Great came up against the city of Tyre in 332 BC, more than 200 years later, he used the very building materials on the conquered mainland to build a causeway through the waters to lay siege against the island portion of Tyre, scraping the city to its very foundations and throwing the ruins and material into the sea. Alexander did this and fulfilled Ezekiel's prophecy to the letter more than two centuries after it was given. We could add many more ancient examples, but even in modern history, the Bible's track record continues. More than 50 years ago, our predecessor in this work of God declared that East and West Germany would be reunited, that Jerusalem would become the central sticking point in the Middle East, that America and England would lose their sea gates, such as the Suez and Panama canals, and that Europe would begin to integrate and unite to become one of America's chief rivals in world affairs, all before these things happen. And in some cases, when the situation looked as though the very opposite would be the case. And every single comment was based on God's Word. God's Word says much about what will soon take place as we rush headlong into the climax of history in the days just ahead. God speaks of a global religious power rising to deadly prominence, teaching a twisted and deceptive version of Christianity. It also pictures a powerful political and military force rising up in the world independent of but powerfully influenced by this counterfeit religion. Biblical prophecy explains that this religio-political system will confront both Muslim nations to its south and massive armies to its east. And in many sobering passages, the Bible explains that this system will crush and utterly devastate the United States and the former British Commonwealth. Unlike the supposed prophecies and prognostications of this world's seers and diviners, all of whom are condemned by God in heaven, the Bible lays out the future for us in a clear and detailed manner, backed up by success after success, and truly does tell us what lies ahead for ourselves and our families. If you would like to begin to understand the true prophecies of your Bible, as well as to see through the deception of modern doomsday scenarios, then you really do need the free DVD we're offering today, 2012 Mystery and Truth. And hopefully you'll come back next week. We'll be back as Roderick Meredith, Richard Ames, and Rod King and I continue to provide biblical insight on the world you see around you today, as well as what lies just ahead in the days in front of us. From all of us here in the Tomorrow's World studios, take care. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.